0: Austin and I'm Joe from Pop X Cast, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Jazzy. What does the calculator say about the shipping costs? It's over $9. What? $9? There's no way that could be right. At LegitMTG.com, we don't charge shipping for any order over $2 or more. We're not like those other guys who make you spend an arm and a leg to get free shipping. Come on down to LegitMTG.com for all your magic needs and be sure to get that free shipping special. That's LegitMTG.com. Visit today. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. Today's episode is a special edition Hurricane Irma episode. Um, at the time of this recording at 7.46 p.m., this is when it's starting, on Wednesday, September 6. As of this moment, north of Tampa, it looks like we are only going to be getting tropical force winds. Now, this could change at any moment now. Um, the models all show it. Updating that hitting the Florida Keys and landing at Miami and going all the way up the east coast, and with a storm this massive, um, it's pretty scary. Um, it's, I mean, I'm just gonna be straight up honest, I have been nervous as hell about this. I mean, there, there's just no easy way to put it. I live north of Tampa, and while Tampa is not expected to get hit as bad as say south florida will there's still you know that possibility of come saturday if this thing doesn't you know decide to go up the east coast or if it decides to make a shift and change i mean we just we just don't know hurricanes have done that in the past there was one hurricane i want to say hurricane charlie back in 2004 2005 um that was actually aiming right for where I lived, and then at the very last minute, it shift direction going across the um state of Florida, and we got extremely lucky. This one has put not only myself and my family on edge, but the entire state of Florida in a craze. I mean, especially South Florida, I've got, <clears throat> you know, my employees, you know, some of them you know have family and relatives in south florida and just pray that they get somewhere to safe um i mean what we've done here so far is we've got a bunch of water a bunch of food uh we were freezing water we've got my wife has like a crap ton of 2 gallon bags that we're just freezing water with um You know, not only to keep the food cold if and when the power goes out, but also, you know, for drinking, for consumption, it's because we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know how long the power is going to be out, you know, and it's a a lot of this does seem to be like a frenzy that, you know, we may be a bit too paranoid. You know, this thing may decide to shift completely north and not hit, you know, anybody tomorrow by, by the time this recording, but... You know, it's it's better safe than sorry. The my biggest concern is on my property I have a lot of trees and and I mean giant trees. And I was trying to get some someone out to cut some trees that are just right by my house, you know, literally right next to it. But now I'm not even worried about those few trees that are right next to my house. I've got a tall ass sycamore tree a tall ass oak tree and a tall ass pine tree that if they fall down my house is pretty much ruined um it's a very scary thought it's very scary um basically our plan as of right now and this could change tomorrow and just as of right now this recording our plan is to stay here and unless they have a mandatory evacuation. Luckily, we do not live in a flood zone and um, so we've got that going for us, but that does not mean it can, it couldn't flood here, but we don't live in a high risk area where floods can occur. And it's just, oh God, it's just such a frenzy and you know it's we've we've got plans that we got to make it work because with my job, what I do, you know since you know we're out, we do a lot of outpatient stuff, um i am in the medical field you know it's we are going it's not a hospital but we do have some presence at hospitals here in the in the florida area and you know i feel bad for some of the doctors that have to stay behind and you know can't be with their family at all during this because you know When something like this happens, there has to be, you know, those doctors that have to stay behind and help people as they come in. I can't even imagine that. But, you know, we've got we've got plans for. You know. um, Disaster recovery should should we need to do it? You know, if we have to shut everything down and um, just pray and hope, I mean, it's expected to make landfall in Florida Sunday morning. And just start moving its way up the coast all the way until Monday. Um, looks like Sunday and Monday are gonna be the two days that are gonna be probably the scariest. Um, and it's it's just it's frightening out there. It's, um, and I, I've lived in Florida all my life, so I've been through a lot of hurricanes. but and I was too young to remember Hurricane Andrew. I had to have been, six or seven when hurricane Andrew hit, but like I say, we, we've always lived North of Tampa. So we didn't really, I don't really remember any effects of hurricane Andrew. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really remember that one, but you know, there was the one year where there were, you know, hurricanes, three hurricanes, that one summer that hit us back to back to back. And that was pretty frightening. But they were all like category ones. You know, I mean, there, there is that meme where Florida has been known to laugh at, you know, category one and two hurricanes because like, ah, you know, whatever, you know, we'll have a hurricane party. This is this one. It's a category five right now. And it's scary. It's definitely scary. Um, You know, I've had my wife go out to stores, you know, past few days and everything's like gone. It's empty water. You cannot buy water anywhere unless you want to wait hours for a truck to show up and pray that you're lucky enough to get a case of water. Um, We have so many empty bottles of water that we're filling up. Um, We've got jugs, and like I said, we're freezing water. So, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I guess this cast is turning into sort of a downer, but it's just something I want to get off my chest and talk about. There will be some magic talk. I promise you that. And um, it's, I don't know, it's just very scary situation. And, you know, my kids' schools are closed, um, you know, tomorrow and Friday. And, you know, they're opening up a shelters. You know, they've already issued mandatory evacuations for... Dade County and Marion County, all of the Florida keys. Um, You know, but best thing we can do is just stay safe. And there is, I, I guess I've pretty much, I feel resigned to the fact that if we get hit, like really, really badly hit and my house does get destroyed. I mean, it's a very tough pill to swallow. That, you know, if a tree were to come and hit and just basically wipe out the roof, you know, it's we're going to be homeless. And and that's it's it's scary. You there's only been a few times in my life where you really have to face your own mortality. Um, And it's it's a very scary feeling and thought. I mean, that feeling especially doubles when you have a family to look after. And it's, <clears throat> I don't know, it's just, it, it's scary, you know, with us not really knowing where exactly this is going. I mean, the the uncertainty will eat you up more than anything. I mean, the the good thing is right now, the wife and I have a plan and where we need to go. And that's pretty much anyone can ask for. It's it, we we have a plan, so that's that's the good thing. So I mean, who knows? By the time you hear this, I I, I don't know. I, I like to think that hey, I'm still gonna have a house, and you know we're gonna all be okay, and we just get some tropical force winds, which you know we've been through before, so I'm not that worried. Other on the other hand, we just don't know. So let's just all hope and pray for the best. So. I'm sure you didn't come here to listen to me whine about uh, hurricanes and stuff. You probably want to hear me talk about a little bit of magic. And you know what? I've been playing a lot of Magic Online lately. Oh, yeah, I know. I can hear the moans and groans and all the, you hate Magic Online, man. You're right. It's a piece of shit. But I have been itching to play EDH really, really bad. And while Magic Online is not the greatest place to play edh at all but it's pretty much what i have since i one don't really have a lot of time to go to the local game store especially lately to you know play some magic i mean i've done a few fnms here and there but you know nothing to brag and talk talk about really and um you know it, it was just like last week it's like man i really want to play some edh but You know, I just, I don't think I have time to go out somewhere and do it. And that's where Magic the Gathering Online tends to shine. You know, it's, hey, you can play Magic at any time you like, you know? So, I built, um, I already had my Rise of the Redeemed deck built. So, I had one, but I just didn't want that. So, I ended up building four more decks. And... Oh god, excuse me. You're going to hear me stop a lot like that lately. I have just had a horrible heartburn today. I I uh, my boss took me out to lunch today and I decided to eat a pastrami sandwich and oh god, it's it's just killing me. I've already taken some meds to calm down the heartburn, but fuck is it hurting. It it's like I'm in pain kind of hurting. So anyways, um you're just going to have to live with it and deal with it. So, as I said before, I built four more EDH decks. um, all very budget, all within like almost less than 10 bucks each, um, which is not too bad, actually. Um, the four EDH generals or commanders, whatever I built was the Locust God. Which turns out, oh my God, is it a lot of fun? It's I've had more fun with this deck than when I had Nin the Pain Artist um, in my 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 real my physical deck. Um, I think I'm definitely gonna build this physically. Probably take apart my Nicol Bolas deck because when I look at my Nicol Bolas, it just seems like a dickish. Um, control deck, which is just blah, boring. No one wants to play that. Um, of course, my Krufix God of Horizons. Um, it's not exactly the same. It's pretty close to my paper list. I just don't have Emercool, the promised one, and Ulamog, the ceaseless hunger. And there was... Uh, I think it was Oracle of Moldaya. I don't have, because it was pretty expensive on moto so I replaced um some of the high costing cards with just more hydras like I put in hooded hydra um miscutter hydra uh what else what else did I put in I know there was one other hydra like lifeblood hydra oh hero's bane which is not bad at all cause you know I can just keep pumping that for more since you know Krufix doesn't care about mana Krufix is like, I laugh in the face of mana. And um I thought there was something else. There's there probably is, I just don't know. But anyways, so I got Krufix going there. Um, and then a good old favorite and super, super cheap deck on Moto is the Gobfather, Cranko Mob Boss. He is always fun to play as very aggressive and knowing most likely that, you know, you're gonna be targeted first. And you're most likely going to die really quickly. So, oh well. Um, (laughs) But it is fun if you can get him off. You know, he does put people on blast. And I've had a crap ton of fun playing some games. And just like in real life with EDH, there's always those players that, oh hey, I'm just going to play Solitaire for 10 minutes and take infinite turns. And while no, while everyone else just you know keeps hitting F six or six on the keyboard to for every stack and trigger and oh my gosh, it it gets annoying, especially when you know you go play in in the just for fun room, and there was actually one game I played, um, the guy was playing Riku of two reflections, and yeah, I know Riku can be really annoying to play against. But what, what got me was the actual comments in the room said, you know, just casual fun decks. And it's like, yeah, okay, everybody was going pretty slow. Um, I think I was playing my Locust God deck, I think, or Kruphix, or I, I can't remember which one. But yeah, Riku, it's just... Like you literally going for 10 minutes just going more turns and drawing stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, have fun playing with yourself, playing solitaire while I'm just going to go just walk away from the computer where it's like this is just ridiculous. I, I would do the exact same thing if I was playing paper as well. Where And I have done that where, you know, someone decides to go infinite where we just sort of, okay, you win, uh, we're going to keep playing here. It's just no fun. I mean, I pretty much play EDH to just relax and have fun. Um, It's one of those, I don't give a shit if I win, if I have a cool, good game. Awesome. If it's just one of those games where it's like, you know, someone's being hard control and just destroying everything you got, you're like, okay, it's kind of dumb. You know, so you just leave. I mean, that, that is the beauty of moto where it's just, uh, you know, this game is going pretty crazy and, not that awesome. Uh, we're just gonna leave. Um, I've had I've only had a few wins um, so far, and I gotta say, Krufix best creature in this deck. Even it my paper and online one, has to be Hydra Broodmaster. And in case you don't remember what Hydra Broodmaster does, he is a six casting cost, four generic, two green. Hydra creature that's a seven seven and he's got monstrosity x you can pay double x in a green if this creature isn't monstrous put x one one counters on it and it becomes monstrous when hydro Master becomes monstrous create x xx green hydro creature tokens and the way i won was i think there was three two other people left besides me and at the end of someone's turn I had like 40 mana saved up and I just well no 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 one was targeting me because we were sort of at a stalemate where everybody had really good board presence but at the end of one of the other person's turn I just uh, pumped up Hydro Master to 20 counters and so I had you know 20 20 20s on the field and then they just disconnected so that has won me so many freaking games and surprisingly the other deck that I have won with is my ally deck uh, my boros allies which I decided to try something different which I know I've talked about this deck before where I was using Munda ambush leader mainly for flavor and it's a terrible commander actually so I decided to try a god of victory so much better and so much more consistent because with this kind of deck, you are going to be on, you're going to be aggressive. You're going to be on the attack. So with Aroas as the commander just makes it a thousand times better. And you know what card is actually the the VIP, the MVP, or whatever. And this has happened to me, th- this is my third time this has happened playing this deck. The best card in this deck is Captain's Claws. And I'll read what captain's clause does. It's captain clause. It's two generic mana artifact equipment, equipped creature gets plus one plus. O. whenever equipped creature attacks, create a one, one white core ally creature token that's tapped and attacking. And it costs one to equip. So since all, every single creature is an ally, you know, it just triggers off all the rally and the ally, um, you know, cards and it just gets insane. And, um, Yeah, this deck, surprisingly, is still pretty fun. The one thing it is lacking is some tutoring and draw spells, and I probably need to make some changes to make it a little bit more consistent with the draw spells Um, or just tutoring. Maybe get something that will allow me to get certain equipment I want. I mean, I guess I could do Stoneforge Mystic, but I don't know how expensive that is on Moto. I know that's pretty I think it's like what 20 bucks now in paper. Let me check. Stoneforge Mystic, or is it even more? I just I haven't been paying attention to prices lately. Oh whoa, it's gone way down. Um the Grand Prix promo for stone stoneforge mystic is thirteen dollars. Now I mean, that's still a lot for a Magikar, but this used to be pretty damn expensive, if I remember correctly. And it's gone way down. Man, that's awesome. I'm actually pretty happy about that. I may pick up a copy. Um, And also, um, I know the, the swords would be really good in this deck. You know, the Sword of Fire and Ice and all that other good stuff. It's just... I I was focused on just building nothing but budget on here and then maybe slowly buy pieces to get it up to spec. But I don't know. It, it all depends. Um, so I, I played a few games with the Gobfather deck, and, I mean, it's goblins. I mean, what, what more can you ask for? It's play goblins, attack with goblins, produce more goblins, poop out goblins. Um, yeah, that's about it and the all and the locust god deck so much fun just being able to oh my god it's one of the best parts of the game was i had skull clamp out and i had a lot of extra mana because someone was playing a group hug deck which just kept on giving us a crap ton of mana i don't remember what what card it was that would just allow us to get mana um it wasn't I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I'm so bad at remembering card names and people get on me, get on me about that, but you know, whatever. But, um, no, I just had a crap ton of mana and I was just, you know, when the locust God pooped out a locust, I would just attach a skull clamp to it, draw two cards. Oh, look more locust and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I guess so. Another win con could be I could get laboratory maniac in this. Um, this was an ultra budget build, so it was. I mean, I'm definitely not happy with the complete 99 cards in it. So it will change. Um, but I I think I definitely want to build this in paper because it was it's been locus God's probably my favorite. Is it Commander now? I thought it was Nin the Pain Artist, but no, it it's the Is Commander? Not the Is it Commander. I mean the Locust God. He's my favorite Is it Commander. Yeah, I, I know how to speak Wells. So that I haven't really touched any modern. I've only got the one modern deck, the Zombie Hunt deck, um, and I haven't really touched any Popper lately on Moto. I've just really been playing a lot of Commander and. That's been about it. Oh, I do have the 180 decided for my cube, which I am acquiring the majority of the cards. The only thing that's left are all the expensive ones, and I can't wait to draft that. I think my buddy and I are going to do some cube maybe this weekend. I don't know. Maybe next weekend if we're not all dead from the hurricane. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Yeah, so... Um, I guess in other magic news, you know, there's been Xlaxon spoilers. I guess I can talk about some of them. I mean, I'll be honest with you all folks this week. I haven't really prepped much because of the hurricane and it's been probably the major thing that I've been worried about. And I just really wanted to do a podcast tonight just to at least because doing the podcast actually helps me. It helps relieve stress because I get to. Talk to you all about magic, you know, my favorite my favorite card game ever, one of the best games ever made. You know, I get to talk about it and I, I love it. Um, so I kinda needed this because last night, Tuesday night, wife and I were definitely on like high, high alert and high anxiety, and we just couldn't focus or anything. So um Some cool cards have been announced for Xlaxon. Uh one of the ones that I'm Happy that got reprinted, and I know I know we've had this card many, many times in in standard, but it's duress. And the reason why I'm happy it got reprinted is the art for it. I love the art for this duress. In case you don't know, is one black mana sorcery. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a non-creature non-land card from it. That player discards that card. I don't think we've had duress since I want to say, is it M15? was the last time we had it hold on I'm taking a look right now I mean was it before M15 hold on let me look up in gatherer I can't remember when the last time we had duress I thought it was M15 is when we last had duress um oh dragons of Tarkir that's right what was the dragons of Tarkir art oh that's right that's Coligon up against sarkin or no Zergo? um yeah that's the art with it and yeah so dragons of tarkir was the last time we had duress so i'm glad it's seeing um it's gonna see play um it's just gonna help black control that much more and um you know this would have been perfect to have during um aetherworks marvel you know if they hadn't banned that so another card they are reprinting and this has not seen any uh printing since invasion i think it is and that's opt um let me just look it up real quick no 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 ah damn it no 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 stop 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 that's a bad gatherer bad gatherer yeah since invasion and opt in case you don't remember it says scry one it's one blue instant scry one draw a card or if you want to read the old uh, invasion text look at the top card of your library you may put that card on the bottom of your library draw a card so that's going to be ridiculously awesome and limited uh will it see standard play it's very very possible it may um i i think it will because one mana um and also another great thing is this becomes standard legal now um so that is always really good. Um You know, it may even see, I mean, I, I was thinking about it today. Like, would I even put this in my Grixis Delver deck in Modern? It's possible I might, you know. And the other reprint that was announced was one that my boys over in If Lands Could Kill, you know, sup sup my homies, alright, yo, sup brah, is Slice and Twain, um, and the reason why I mentioned them is they had an episode, god, was it like a year ago already, where they were doing like a and d session of magic, um, and oh my god, for, it was like for 20-30 minutes or something, and it was so fucking funny, and I can't remember who was narrating it but when they did the whole slice and twain thing i died um i think it was like episode 70 something maybe or i don't know they, they could probably correct me if i'm wrong which i probably am but i'm um, slicing twain is seeing a reprint it's a two generic two green instant destroy target artifact or enchantment draw a card four mana is a bit costly but it's definitely going to be good. Uh, probably we'll see sideboard play and standard, um, for sure. So that's pretty exciting. Um, what other cards have been announced that even looked that exciting? Um, since the last time we talked, Oh, lightning strike was announced. Oh man. Finally, finally, we're getting lightning strike back. Uh, I mean, it's not Lightning Bolt, but Lightning Strike, one generic mana, and a red instant Lightning Strike deals three damage to a dark creature or player. Like I said it's not as good as Lightning Bolt, but thank God we've needed Lightning Strike. I mean, we haven't had Lightning Strike since, I think, M15, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, M15 is since we've had Lightning Strike, and oh my God, it's so glad to see you back. So glad to see you back Lightning Strike. You've been missed, my friend. Oh, uh, what else has there been anything else that I mean, there's been other dragon or not dragons, dinosaurs being announced and I just have to say well, it's cool. Like I'm not downplaying dinosaurs at all. You know, that there there a lot of the art is freaking awesome and I love dinosaurs, but I just haven't been that impressed by some of the cards. Um, you know, the Gassath one, or Jissath, that one's pretty cool. Um, Definitely like that. But when you look at a lot of the other dinosaur cards, and maybe this is just with being jaded. And I have to say this with the pirate cards too. And I mean jaded that, you know, I've been around magic for so much. And especially starting this podcast you get deeper and deeper into it. The Dinosaurs and Pirate cards feel the same. And what I mean by that is, you know, you look at any other tribes and they have sort of the same kind of cards. It's just a different tribe, which I get it. You know, you're going to need those staple tribal cards for those tribes. You know, goblins have their own staples and elves and vampires and zombies and merfolk, etc., cetera, etc., cetera but it just it just feels very samey's you know and i'm not saying it's a bad thing it just feels meh you know i i hate to say that but i mean cuz i'm i'm excited about it you know but i'm just i'm more excited about them in limited than i am in actually like playing them in edh or something like that so um, there are, there have been some other cool cards that are flip, flip cards, like the thematic compass, uh, two generic artifact where you pay three mana tap, search your library for a basic land card, reveal it and put it into your hand then shelf your library. And at the beginning of your end step, if you control seven or more lands, transform thematic compass. And when it flips over, it becomes spires of Orazka. And you can tap it to add generic mana or one generic mana to your mana pool, or you can tap it to untap target creature and attack or an opponent controls, and remove it from combat, which is basically a maze of Ith. So, it's it's basically journey journeyer's kite from Kamigawa, and a maze of Ith in one. So that's pretty cool i I like this whole double face card aspect of the artifacts where they become lands that's pretty cool i like that and some of the other uh this pirate ship conqueror's gallon does something similar though i'm not too excited about this one um it costs four generic mana called conqueror's gallon it's a rare vehicle when conqueror's gallon attacks exile it at the end of combat then return it to battlefield transform under your control and it costs crew four. And then it be, just becomes a land. You can tap to add generic mana to your pool. You can pay two to draw a card, then discard a card, pay four to draw a card, pay six to return card, card from your graveyard to your hand. Um, I mean, it's not that the land part is bad. It's just very expensive. Um, Maybe this will see play in standard. I mean, I don't know. It's It would have to be a pretty slow standard, I guess. I mean, the good thing is to get it to flip, you just need to attack. And as long as it doesn't die at the end of combat, it flips. So that is a good thing. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see and see how it does. You know, maybe I'm just eating my words right now. Maybe it's going to turn out to be an awesome great card. Like, we, we just don't know. Um, trying to think of any other cards. Oh, another one that got reprinted. The last time we saw this reprinted was. Holy shit, it's never been reprinted in standard. Not since Zendikar. That's Spell Pierce, which is a blue instant counter target non creature spell unless its controller pays two. So damn we have not seen this reprinted since zendikar i thought we had it before um i guess not but um it's definitely it's it's awesome to see this being reprinted i'm i'm excited about it and like i said blue is definitely getting a lot of cool cards and i all i can say is i'm just excited about it and can't wait to see where we go with standard um I think that's all I really have to say about Ixlaxan right now or Ixalan. Um one of the one of my listeners listeners, you know, uh just wrote me saying like Ixlaxon, like excuse me, what? And I was just like, Yeah, I don't English well at all, very well. Um So before we end tonight, um I don't have any q QA. I, I didn't really prep for it. And um, before we end tonight, I just have to say one thing: that Nintendo hates America, and I have proof. If you go to BayNews9.com and see the path of Irma, that is proof that Nintendo hates America. That's all the proof you need. Um, that it hates us. That they hate us. Because, and I say that because. You know, this whole Super Nintendo Classic debacle is ridiculous that they just don't have enough for pre-orders. And, you know, I'm probably not going to get one on on the first day because I'm not going to have a house and I'm going to be more concerned about having a house than getting a Super Nintendo Classic. So um, hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, Magic Zuby can be found on the following iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Be sure to rate and review. You know, I always love any reviews you guys leave, even if it's a bad one. And, you know, if you have and if you want to send me a message, you can email me at mtgzubi at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Facebook.com slash or on Twitter at magicwizuby. Uh, we are also on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com as well as the podcast radio every, fr- every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Well, guys, I know it was a pretty short episode. It was, um, I didn't really have much planned, and with this impending hurricane coming, it's just sort of, yeah, that's all I have to say. I just hope that I can release an, an episode next week. Um, I'll definitely, if you follow me on at Zubatron on Twitter, that's where my all my personal tweeting is and i'll definitely be tweeting from there hopefully you know i survive this that my family survives this and we just go from there so thanks for listening everybody have a great night